Welcome to the podcast service of Sydney's FM 103.2. Available on the web at fm1032.com.au. Hello, I'm Kel Richards. Tonight, tomorrow night and Thursday night, a three-part series which I have called Unbelief Unmasked. It's as though there is this ugly face, this sort of villain hiding behind a nice mask. And what we do over the next three nights is we whip the mask away and we show you the scarred terror underneath, said he, overacting terribly and sounding like a bad imitation of Boris Karloff. But that's the idea. Uh, The series called Unbelief Unmasked, part one tonight. Thanks for joining us. Nice to have your company. Now, tonight, as I said, the first in this three-part series, Unbelief Unmasked. Tonight, The Atheist. Tomorrow night, The Materialist. Thursday night, The Skeptic. So tonight, The Atheist. In order to uh, unmask the real face of atheism, I want to begin by telling you about one man, Peter Singer. He is an academic philosopher by profession, and in that capacity, he used to be based at an Australian university, I think at Melbourne. His early work was on Marxism, and then he wrote a book called Animal Liberation that made him famous. Based on that reputation and on his own academic work, he is now a professor of philosophy at Princeton University in the United States, which is about as good as it gets, I guess. He's done really well. Peter Singer is famous, or notorious, for advocating that parents should have the right to kill disabled babies. He is convinced that disabled people suffer and that their quality of life is just not good enough, and that therefore they are better off dead. He's strongly opposed by disabled groups who call themselves names like Not Dead Yet. Peter Singer also believes that people who, whose quality of life is poor and who cannot make decisions for themselves should be put to death. So someone with, I don't know, um, advanced Alzheimer's disease, I assume, is the sort of person Peter Singer would like to see killed or executed or murdered or whatever the correct word is. Now, Peter Singer is an atheist, and his views are entirely consistent and logical and rational and a result of his atheism. Now, to be fair, I must say there are atheists who disagree with Singer. However, they are, I hope to show, inconsistent and illogical. If you are an atheist, then you, well, whether you like it or not, Peter Singer is really speaking for you. The first point that follows from atheism is that there is nothing special about being human. Christians believe that human beings have been made, in the words of the Bible, in the image of God. It says that in Genesis chapter 1, sentence 27. In the image of God. It's a rich and complex expression that means a number of things. First, it means the human race was originally given the task of representing God in this world and managing this world under God according to God's directions. Second, it means the human race was made to reflect God's inner nature, which is a relational nature that for human beings the meaning of life is found in relationships, because in relationships that we find our true nature, our God-given nature, and that's where we find our fulfilment and purpose. Third, it means that human beings are not just animals, and cannot and should not be treated as such. Fourth, it means that for human beings life does not end with physical death, that life in this world, as we currently know it, is short, but a larger, fuller, longer life is coming, and the main function of this life is to prepare for that life. Fifth, it means that every human being is known and loved by God personally as a member of his family. All of that follows from this expression in the image of God. Now, all of that is explicitly rejected by Peter Singer and by every other atheist. But only Singer seems to face up to the grim reality that follows from the rejection of these points. 
In the absence of these points, a human baby has no more right to live than a chicken. And it's illogical and unreasonable to put anyone else's needs ahead of your own. In the end, the only principle that can guide the atheist is self-interest. Life can only consist of looking after number one and doing those things that will make life pleasant and happy and easy for yourself. While the atheists, apart from Peter Singer, may not want to admit this, it's true. Total selfishness can be the only result if your life is just a brief, meaningless spark between two dark voids, the vast emptiness of the pitiless universe of the past and the even vast unknown empty universe of the future. It is illogical for one brief spark to care too much for any other brief spark. Peter Singer is not a monster. He's just a consistent atheist who faces, frankly, the logical conclusions that atheism produces. Peter Singer claims that all he's trying to do is create a system of ethics that's based on fact and reason and that throws off the perspective of belief in God, in Jesus or in the Bible. He claims that he just wants to take the point of view of the universe. Well, it's all well and good to have a system of ethics based on facts. The problem is that Peter Singer has got his most basic facts wrong. Any atheistic view of life must regard human beings as being nothing more than higher primates, smarter, bolder chimpanzees. From that it follows that it's log logical to feel free to kill babies and the disabled and the senile. That ugly truth is the true face of atheism. Well now, this is uh, part one of our three-part series, Unbelief Unmasked, and tonight we're focusing on the subject of atheism. If you'd like to know more on this subject, there's a terrific book, really good book I can recommend, by Ravi Zacharias called The Shattered Visage, The True Face of Atheism. Most atheists in the world are cowards. Most fail to follow through consistently to the logical conclusion of their beliefs. Most atheists still enjoy the company of other people. Most are good parents, caring citizens. And as such, they are acting out of character with the atheism they claim to believe. The true and consistent atheist can have no foundational ethical principles. If there's no afterlife, no judgment, then the only principle can be, don't get caught. And for the consistent atheist, other people can only be there to exploit for your own personal happiness and pleasure. Of course, there are people in the world who live like that, if not consistently, at least occasionally. When they do, they are being what I call practical atheists, since such behaviour is what atheism should logically lead to. Anyway, back to our specimen atheist, Peter Singer. He advocates that when a disabled baby is born, the parents should be allowed to choose to kill that baby if they wish. He claims that a disability makes a person worse off he says the evidence for this is found in the fact that both biological parents and adoptive parents find it hard to accept a disabled baby. In the case of adoption, it's difficult to find parents prepared to take on a disabled baby. It's best, therefore, his argument goes, to simply kill them. But, but, what about, what about mixed-race babies? Babies born in America to one white parent, one black parent, can be entirely black. And as such, these babies can be unwelcome on the adoption market. Does that mean they should be killed? That idea horrifies even Peter Singer. But it's an example, in my view, of him drawing back from the logical conclusions of his own atheistic views. Harriet McBride Johnson is a disabled lawyer who has debated Peter Singer. And an article she wrote about that experience appeared in a weekend newspaper. 
Harriet Johnson is herself an atheist. However, she disagrees with Singer, and I think she's being inconsistent in her atheism while he is being consistent in his. However, she is right when she says that the disabled are not to be dismissed as worse off. Disabled people, such as the quadriplegic Johnny Erickson Tarder, have built rich and fulfilling lives for themselves. But Peter Singer seems unable to see this, perhaps because he can see only human beings, or he can see human beings only as animals. And that is the awful conclusion atheism must lead to. By the way, Johnny Erickson Tarder has written some good books about herself and her own life and her experiences, uh, and she's terrific. She's a great model. Johnny, J-O-N-I, Erickson Tarder. And uh, her biography is called Johnny, J-O-N-I. People ask, how can Peter Singer put so much value on animal life and so little value on human life? It is, I guess, because he thinks the universe is not biased towards his own species. So he shouldn't be biased towards his own species either. Well, that's what follows consistently from atheism. A consistent atheism, like Singer, is not prepared to classify the senile or babies as persons. As soon as you can't make a choice for yourself, you lose your personhood. You lose your right to life, in his view. However, it takes a great deal of cleverness to fly in the face of common sense the way he does. It takes a certain sort of cold logic, a cold logic that takes atheism all the way to its awful, inhuman conclusions. Now, what can we say to such people? First, I think we need to point out the conclusions that follow from atheism, from a cold, meaningless, pointless universe. Most atheists won't face those conclusions, and so they are inconsistent with their own beliefs. Second, the evidence for the great and loving mind behind the universe is clear and powerful for anyone who won't turn away from it. And I'll be talking about that evidence both tomorrow night and on Thursday night. Finally, we need to be aware of just how dangerous people like Peter Singer are. They can't see it themselves. But they would end up leading us back to the death camps of Nazi Germany. They don't intend to. They don't mean to. It's not their purpose and they can't see it. But it's true. Because once we start classifying only some humans as persons and making others non-persons, it's only a matter of time before the death camps are reopened to deal with the non-persons. As our moral sensitivities revolt at the prospect of life under unadulterated atheism, we are getting a warning sign, a red flashing light, telling us how dangerous this is. The Bible says that God has, quote, planted eternity in the human heart. You'll find those words in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, sentence 11. God has planted eternity in the human heart. That's where the warning signal against atheism comes from. And it should be a warning to seek and search and ask until we find God and find a personal positive link with the living God. Well, now, the books that I mentioned tonight, I mentioned two books, The Shattered Visage, The True Face of Atheism by Ravi Zacharias. There's also the many books of Johnny Erickson Tarder, especially her autobiography, which is called Johnny, J-O-N-I. Tomorrow night, Unbelief Unmasked Part 2, dealing tomorrow night with The Materialist. Now, here's our thought for the nights. From uh, Psalm 14, verse 1, the Bible says, Only fools say in their heart, There is no God. Until tomorrow night at this time, thanks for your company. I'm Kel Richards. Bye for now. We hope you enjoyed this FM 103.2 podcast. To listen to more great audio, visit fm1032.com.au.